With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. I want to talk to you a little bit about Built Bar. It's Cyber Monday and Built Bar is dreaming of a white Christmas. Continues with their white chocolate cherry sundae and white chocolate coconut deluxe flavors. Have you had these yet? These new Christmas flavors? I have not. Mm. They have 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar. While supplies last, you're also going to get two free candy cane brownie bars. Oh, I didn't get that either. <laughs> 150 calories each. Uh, I mean... My wife you, had the, the, the one of the white chocolate peppermint ones. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She loves it. Oh, loves it. Sounds fantastic. You'll also receive a free advent calendar with every purchase that's 12 built bites and 12 months of savings right now. Get 25% off all of their products. It's Cyber Monday. Do it now. BuiltBar.com. Get 25% off for today. Cyber Monday. Plus, don't forget to use the promo code BECK and you'll get additional Secret Santa savings. It's BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. We want to talk about the election and the count and the funny business that was going on that's just not so funny. We begin with Paul Kangor in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What happened last week in Pennsylvania and Gettysburg of all places? What happened in Gettysburg that nobody is covering? Nobody is covering. And I don't feel like I know the truth on any of it. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. I want you to think about your, you know, your dog for a second and the food that you've been feeding your dog. How healthy is it for him or her? If it's kibble food that you're putting in the dish, which is what I was putting in the dish, uh, probably not so healthy. It's sterilized. Well, what does that mean? It has to be able to sit on a shelf for up to two years. That's the, that's the law. So if it's in a bag... It has to sit there for two years without it being eaten. All of the good stuff for your dog has been sterilized and, and you know cooked out of it. Now, Rough Greens is not a dog food, but it is a supplement that you can put on either kibble or the best food available for your dog. Uh, you sprinkle it on their food. It contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and antioxidants. The stuff that, you know, your wife always is saying, you gotta have whatever. Get it for your dog. Get Rough Greens, the jumpstart bag today, fourteen ninety five. Start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. If you want to see your dog thrive again, go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Paul. 
Paul Kangor, who's a uh, political science professor, good friend of the uh, program, also the author of the book The Devil and Karl Marx, which is a must read. It is a must read. Um, he is um, he covered in the American Spectator the Pennsylvania bombshell Biden 99.4 percent versus Trump 0.6 percent of the vote. Welcome to the uh, program, Paul. How are you? Oh, I, I guess I'm all right, Glenn, but uh, this is just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So, Paul, help us help us separate fact from fiction, because honestly, I don't know who to trust anymore. You're not you're just getting a vacuum uh, on the other side. When they try to debunk it, they'll just say uh, there's that, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, wait, can you can you help me with the facts? Debunk it with facts. Um, I don't even know what happened in uh, in Gettysburg. I mean, I do, but I don't know everything I should know about Gettysburg because no one covered it except for a few people on the right. Yep. So that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, and, and you feel like I do. And in fact, so it, it was last Wednesday, so it would have been Thanksgiving Eve. Yep. And I'm emailing with different friends. And one of them who watches this stuff very closely told me, said, hey, you got to tune in and watch these hearings in Gettysburg. And and so I so I clicked the link and and it went on for about four hours, and then later on in the evening I tried to see if I could get a news roundup on what happened. I, I turned on Fox and and I turned on I, they had substitute hosts for for Tucker for Laura and for Sean. I think Mark Stein was in for Tucker. I think he was uh, you know, talking about Thanksgiving and they, yeah. <laughs> none of it none of this was covered i turned on newsmax and i think greg kelly covered it and covered it meaning this exchange between this is in, this is incredible glenn be, be, between re, uh, retired colonel phil waldron who's a former combat officer he has a background in army information electronic warfare and he's having this exchange with rudy giuliani they're both there before the senate Majority Policy Committee for the state of Pennsylvania. So it's basically uh, a Pennsylvania Republicans legislature, and they're holding this hearing on the election, and it's at the Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg. Okay, stop and, for and, stop for a second, right there. Yeah, yeah. Why was this at the Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg? What, <laughs> right. What? Of, of all places, I know. Why, why is it not being held in the Capitol building? Correct. Uh, and, and I mean, so I know, and I know right off. So liberals are going to say, "Oh, this is a partisan hearing, right? Democrats aren't even part of it." And I've already seen in reaction to the article people saying, "Oh, well, Rudy Giuliani was there, so I don't believe any of it, right?" Uh, but but you got to, you have to look at what the the expert said, and what the expert said. I had to go find this online and, and produce my own transcript. I know. Me, <laughs> me too. I know. I know. It took, it took me like 45 minutes making sure I had every single word right, you know, every single possessive right, exclamation mark. And, and I went through it. And what Waldron said, he claimed that within a, about 90 minutes, that at, at some point here in the, in the tabulation of the vote after November 3rd, there were 604,000 votes that came in. In fact, the, the number that he says in the exchange with Rudy, and, 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 and Waldron testifies, and then Rudy kind of cross-examines, says, I'd like to ask this man some questions. And so we asked him, and, and, and he, Waldron said that there were 570,000 votes for Biden in one batch and 3,200 for Trump. 570,000 for Biden versus 3,200 for Trump. And when he says this, Glenn, you can hear an audible. Oh, I know. 
gas. Do we have that? Uh, hang on just a second. I think I have that audio. Let's play that yeah. audio where where he is talking about this. When we look at this uh, Pennsylvania fixing the vote chart that they all have, could you explain at the very beginning what that line means, Biden injection? So at the very the very beginning of the, uh, the chart where there's a circle that says on election day, uh, what that indicates is there is a spike in uh, loaded votes, uh, uh, 337,000 plus or minus of some votes that were added in there in one big batch. So that was uh, an anomaly in the reporting. Normally you would expect to see a smooth curve going up, not any, uh, not any big, big spikes. Uh, that's kind of what, uh, what Greg was talking about, the, the anomalies of loading and uh, uploading those, uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's 604,000 votes in 90 minutes, is that right? Correct, this is uh, 300 and, uh, 337 votes, 337,000 votes in that, uh, that, in that, that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. <laughs> that was the reaction from the people who heard that. That was my reaction too. 570,000 votes for Biden in one batch and 3,200 for Donald Trump? It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and look, I, I, I went to bed on the night of the election, Tuesday night, I guess it had been Wednesday morning, probably about 2 or 3 a.m., and Donald Trump was up in Pennsylvania by at least 600,000 votes. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I want to say 700,000. I think I remember the percentage being like 58 to 41 percent. And, and I was texting with, with my brother, who lives in eastern PA. I live in western PA. And, and I, I said, well, well, Trump's got this. And he said, oh, I, I, I don't know. You've got to watch out and see what happens in Philadelphia. And, and I said, 600,000 votes? There's no way you could overcome 600,000 votes. I mean, maybe it's possible that Trump could maybe still lose Wisconsin, Michigan. But 600,000 in Pennsylvania? I, I, there, there, there's, just, there's just no way. And then over the next three or four days, the impossible or implausible or unbelievable seem to transpire. I mean, how can you lose 600,000 votes? Well, if, if this is accurate, that in one batch of votes, it was 570,000 to 3,200. I mean, in one fell swoop, you could do it right there. And, and so I, I watched this, I saw this, and, you know, like, like you, I mean, I don't ever want to be accused of dabbling in conspiracy theory and so forth, but, but, but you're, you're, the next day I, I went online and I went to all the – I did Google searches, I went to DuckDuckGo, I looked, did all these online searches to see if anybody reported this, and nobody reported it. I, I found it at Real Clear Politics, I found it at Breitbart. And I think that was it. I, 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 mean, I could even find Glenn Pennsylvania sources. You know, the Philadelphia paper, the Harrisburg Patriot News, the, you know, the Pittsburgh papers. I couldn't find anyone who even reported on it. And I just want to know, is it accurate? This is, uh, this, is yeah. the, this is the problem, Paul, is by them not covering it, it only makes people's spider senses 
go higher. Mm-hmm. It, it only makes people think there is something here. Right. Why, why is no one coming? This is news, and you should cover it, and it should have coverage on all sides, and you, you argue it out. Uh, in the in the coverage, you show us the facts that they present and you show us the facts that some other guy presents and you let the American people figure it out. But that's not happening anymore, which only makes things worse for the American populace. Yeah, it does. And, and, and this this uh, retired Colonel Waldron who testified, I mean, the guy is no political hack. He's not a partisan. He doesn't seem to have any axe to grind here. And and this is just stunning. And and he he also made a couple of other a couple other bombshells that he dropped here. He said that that there had been 1.8 million. I have this in my American Spectator piece. It's called Pennsylvania Bombshell. So the data is in there. Um, he, he said that there were a total of about 1.8 million mail-in ballots that were sent out by the Commonwealth, and and that 2.5 million were counted in the final total. And, and so Rudy jumps in and he says, well, that's you know, 766,000 ballots that, that, that are, are unaccounted for. So, so I wrote this. I put it in the piece. I got an email from somebody saying, no, this data is not correct. Go to the Pennsylvania Department of State website. Check it out. I went there. They seem to have new information posted. This information is always changing. And looking at the information that's up there now, they're now claiming that there were 3.1 million mail-in ballots in the state of Pennsylvania. And Glenn, on Election Day, CNN, Fox, everyone told us, no, it was like one, to two, one, one or two million ballots. And, and, and they're saying there was 3.1 million. And of these, and I'm sorry about all these numbers. I know this is confusing, but and of the 3.1 million that that this Pennsylvania Department of State is now claiming was sent out, they're claiming that about 90 percent of them were returned, were, were filled out. I mean, that's an extraordinary rate of return. Everybody that I talked to who got a mail-in ballot chucked it and ended up going and and, and voting in person on election day. I, I, so I, I don't know that I can believe that. I, and by the way, when I had to vote in person in Pennsylvania, Mercer County, Pennsylvania, on Election Day, I had to show up with my ID. I had to write my signature in the little thing there. And the, and the little old lady from the League of Women Voters, she knew who I was, but she made me show an ID anyway. And instead, you have millions of ballots that are sent in in Pennsylvania that you can't even verify. And, and, and they, they pull them out of the envelope, and then I think they throw out the envelope. So you can't even go back and double-check them. And, and, and this is what Donald Trump and his team warned about from the beginning, that mail-in balloting is just rife with fraud. It's why, Glenn, something like two-thirds of the countries in the European Union ban mail-in balloting, because the potential for fraud is absolutely enormous. Well, just so, just so everybody knows that this isn't a... Uh... Uh, this is not some conspiracy theory about, you know, people have been saying this for a long time. You'll recognize this vote. Can we play the flashback, please, on the mail-in uh, need signature verification? They're talking about mailing it, people mailing in their ballots. Do you trust the security, the honesty of such an election process? Well, I think we'd have to figure out uh, whether this was fraud proof. I mean... Oregon, for example, has a, a terrific mail-in system, but they've already scanned everybody's signatures who's registered to vote so that they can check to make sure that, in fact, the right people are voting. Uh, and that's something that I think you'd have to figure out. Hmm. 
So Barack Obama wow. is even talking about this stuff. Chris Matthews, right? Yeah, yeah. 2006. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and they're right. I mean, that, that's the problem with mail-in ballots. And I, and I know that this year the left pushed the COVID as the, as the main excuse or impetus to do mail-in balloting. But with the way that it was done in Pennsylvania, with the way the deadline was, ex- was extended by the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court with five partisan judges and, and going against the legislature, the legislature makes election law in the state of Pennsylvania. And it's just complete chaos. And I think what makes it even worse, I know you had my good friend Selena Z. On, mm-hmm. on, on, on your show. I mean, we were watching here on the ground in Pennsylvania. I, I just don't know how Trump could have possibly lost Pennsylvania. Uh, the, 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 the real clear politics average for Pennsylvania the Tuesday morning of the vote was Biden by 1.2. And we thought, oh, pfft, Trump's going to overperform that by at least 5%. Uh, I mean, the real clear politics national average was Biden by 7, and he ended up winning it by like 3.5. And you're going to tell me that, that, that they nailed it for Pennsylvania, that, that, that Trump didn't outperform in Pennsylvania, but he outperformed everywhere else? It, it's, just, it's hard to believe that what has allegedly happened here in Pennsylvania actually happened. Uh, Paul, I thank you very much for being on the program and, and keep looking into it and, and report back to us. Let us know what you find, will you? All right. I will. Thank Glenn. you. Paul, Paul Kangor, uh, his uh, latest book is the devil and Karl Marx, which is unbelievable information about Karl Marx that was held secret up until the wall came down in the 1980s that I didn't know. I mean, you look at Marxism and you're like, that's evil. No, no, no. I think it re- I think Karl Marx actually had a pact with the devil uh, and he makes a good case in Marx's own words uh, you can find that in The uh, the Devil and Karl Marx by Paul Kangor. Coming up in, in just a second, Matt Schlapp. He is from uh, CPAC. He's the chairman of uh, CPAC. Uh, he's written a piece for the Washington Examiner. He said that uh, the Nevada results could be overturned because of new evidence in a court ruling on this evidence. We'll have him in just a few minutes. Stand by. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So over the course of the year, COVID has led more Americans to use credit cards for everyday expenses than before. And it's all well and good as long as you're paying attention to your monthly statement. Because at 17% or more interest, your bill is going to add up fast. And it'll be tough to get out of that high interest debt. Now, if that situation sounds familiar, you might want to take a moment and think about getting refi on your mortgage and pile that high interest debt up. Get out of the 17 percent and get into something like three percent. The mortgage consultants at American Financing are known for helping homeowners save up to a thousand dollars a month just by consolidating that debt into their mortgage. It's a strategic solution, and it's not as hard as you might think. Call American Financing. Learn about their custom loan operation. And here's the thing. It'll take you 10 minutes on the phone call. There's no upfront, no hidden fees, no pressure. Just a simple conversation with American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So 
Sydney Powell tweeted this weekend. She said, yes, Virginia, you experienced serious election fraud against multiple conservative candidates. She told Virginians to stay strong uh, because what does she say? The unleashing of the uh, Kraken on steroids. It's Kraken on steroids was the hashtag she put. It's a Kraken needs steroids. It's very strong in its natural I state. Uh, I don't think I don't, you don't need steroids for the Kraken. Now I think when you say release the Kraken, it's enough. <laughs> release which one? The one on steroids? or <laughs> no, no, I want that really thin, wimpy <laughs> Kraken. <laughs> uh, she said in her tweet, see you soon, Virginia. So she's going to be uh, filing there the Virginia well. stuff uh, yeah. at all. I know there was a uh, one. I think the final results there were uh, Biden won by 10, I believe, 10 points in Virginia. Now, Virginia is really not a purple state or hasn't been for a while. No. Uh, so uh, it's really, really more of a blue state at this point, though. It, well, it's had some close statewide elections uh, in lower turnout environments before uh, relatively recently. But still, at this point, it's a blue state. It'll be interesting to see if she has anything there. Um, there's a there's a lot to some of this stuff. I think is is some of it. You know, it's it's as you pointed out, Glenn. It's really tough to tell what's what's true and what isn't. Um, you know, there the 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 one particular claim that I know that they made about the the mail in ballots in Pennsylvania is pretty clearly not true. They say, you know, this idea that there was 1.8 million um, ballot requests that went out, but 2.5 million people voted. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are articles from weeks before the election that say, like the one I I just had uh, read from the AP, that they were up to 2.6 million two weeks before the election. Mm -hmm. So like that, that one, I think pretty clearly is not true. But some of them, it's so hard to tell. I mean, like someone doing their own sort of uh, data analysis it's really difficult to dig into that sort of stuff because, you know, unless you have all of their, you know, you know, show your work, as they said, in, you know, know. To, to our kids. But see, that's that's it's tough to tell. That's the problem there. They're, because the media is so untrustworthy and because social media is just silencing everyone. Yeah. And then that stuff helps. I don't understand why you think if, if, if your goal was actually to have a an election result that people can depend on. I don't know why you would be censoring things. It's, you'd be showing the other. It's the other side, right? You show the other arguments, and you and you persuade. That's always been the American way. Now it's just like, well, we don't like that one, so get rid of that entire line of thought. I don't think that helps. I think it makes it worse in the end. How can the Republicans in the Senate of Pennsylvania go off-site and have a hearing, and that's not covered? Yeah. I mean, it, it, in the state alone that's not covered Mm. how's that possible this is the glenn beck program and how is that good for the republic so christmas is just around the corner i know 2020 has been kind of a rough year i hear (laughs) so christmas why not surprise your entire family with a perfect gift of a rec tech Nothing says holiday cheer quite like perfectly cooked, delicious food. And with Rectech, you can take the joy of cooking out onto the grill and apply it year-round. It is sleek. It is sturdy. It's, it has smart grill technology that's really going to blow you away. 
You can uh, run the entire thing from an app on your phone, uh, you know, or any kind of device. You're sitting inside, and that thing is you're checking it and doing everything you need to without going outside. That means no matter what the weather outside, you're cooking delicious, amazing food on Rectech. So go to Rectech.com right now. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And compare, A-B compare. There is just not a better system out there for grilling, for smoking. It is Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you've tuned in today. Uh, boy, it is so hard. I, I know yesterday, uh, my, my wife all through the vacation, she'd be like, She'd get an alert, ping, and she'd look down at her phone. She'd be like, oh, my gosh. What, what? No, you don't want to know. No, I don't. I don't. Oh. Then don't say, oh, my gosh, out loud, okay? Uh, and yesterday, she, uh, she got an alert that another state had verified, you know, their, their count, and she said, hey, another state has verified. And I said, I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I just am sick about what is what's going on because if if half of what is being said is true we have no republic i mean this goes beyond donald trump and joe biden we have no republic if we can't trust the vote and both sides should be saying let's just open it up give me the worst you got Let's hear it. Let's investigate it. Let's put it behind us or get the bad guys. But that's not what the mainstream media is doing. That's not what social media is doing. That's not what the Democratic Party is doing. Uh, and they're trying to play this high ground that they wouldn't have done that. Yes, they, they told us they would do this. They told us in the end, if, if uh, Donald Trump won, that they would urge California to split into separate states and the West Coast would become Cascadia. So don't please don't tell me you wouldn't have done this. That was your plan for the Biden campaign. Uh, let's go to Matt Schlapp, uh, who is uh, the uh, chairman of the American Conservative Union, uh, CPAC. He is uh, uh, he has written an article. Uh, no, he's in an article, I should say, from the uh, Washington Examiner. Huge court win lets Trump present ballot evidence could overturn Nevada result. Matt, welcome to the program. Tell me, tell me the story behind this. Yeah, Glenn, great to be with you again. So uh, I've been on the ground in Nevada off and on since the election, and I'm heading back here uh, in, uh, in the next 24 hours. And the, the big news in Nevada is there's a lot of talk about um, what happened on Election Day. But as you know, with lawsuits, it takes a while for you to pull together the evidence and get a fair hearing. And essentially, I believe this is the first fair hearing in the United States since the election where we're going to actually have the ability in front of uh, a judge to present massive amounts, tens of thousands of examples of voter fraud. This has nothing to do in this particular case 
with, um, uh, you know, the Dominion voting system. This is just about people voting twice, voting outside the state, ineligible voters, illegal voters. Remember, these are felonies. Um, and, uh, you know, we also had this problem with a different machine, the Agilis machine, which was supposed to verify the signatures of people who did this massive amount of mail-in voting. Remember, in Nevada, half the people, approximately half the people voted by mail. And the state law says human beings have to check that envelope and that ballot to make sure that person's legally on the rolls. They decide in Clark County to use the machine, and now we find out the machine was essentially dumbed down to do nothing. So you have hundreds of thousands of ballots that were mailed in with no verification that they are legal votes. So it's, it's, it's unprecedented amounts of illegal ballots. So it's, it's not just the um, possible illegal ballots. They, they were not checking uh, signatures, as you said, in one county. Um, uh, so that, that throws a lot in. But also Nevada is big on one of these states where people moved in from uh, California or moved away from Nevada, and they're still voting in both states. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. We have a big pool of thousands of illegal ballots uh, from people who told the post office they were moving away, yet they still voted. We have thousands of people who voted in two states, namely mostly California and Nevada. And look, I mean, uh, trying to figure out exactly uh, all the culprits in the dirty deeds that went down on Election Day it's unfortunate we're going to be, I heard you talking previously, we're going to be learning more and more about this, especially as the left brags about what this coup they were able to pull off at the uh, ballot box or hopefully not be able to pull off. Uh, so, yeah, no, you're right about all, all of that. And the thing is, is this, Las Vegas is unique. It lost something like 130,000 culinary workers because uh, the casinos and restaurants were shut down by mm-hmm. the governor. And they pe- those people left the state. But somehow, thousands and thousands of them still illegally voted. Now, that makes you wonder how orchestrated this was. I believe it was probably very orchestrated. Well, the, um, uh, some of the things that were going on that y- you say, um, the court will now hear testimony that Native Americans were offered bribes of TVs and gas cards for their vote. Um, uh, and so people were bribed, uh, one, one, a blind woman or a blind person claimed that somebody else voted for her and she was barred from voting, uh, as a result. And apparently, uh, you have thousands on mail-in fraud and at least 15 individuals that will testify that these things were going on. Yes, that's exactly right. The judge essentially... Uh, you know, let's 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 level set here. Mark Elias was the attack dog lawyer for Biden that helped set up all of as much mail in voting as possible across the land, as much early voting as possible and, uh, and as much after the Election Day voting as possible. And he showed up at the hearing in Nevada to say that we didn't have a case. And the judge pushed back and said, no, actually, I think they should be allowed to depose 15 people and present their case. So that that was that's one of the reasons why this is a important first step because who knows what's going to happen in that courtroom glenn i'll tell you one thing we're going to have 15 spectacular witnesses and we're going to have evidence that any fair-minded person would say actually joe biden didn't win nevada donald trump won nevada and i think we'll be able to express that 
with a few extra thousand votes. Um, and, and this thing about the Native Americans uh, being used by these liberal groups uh, and, and being put forward to offer bribes, payoffs, uh, financial benefit for voting, which is clearly illegal. Um, uh, you know, that, that I, I just can't believe they even put the videos on social media. So all the evidence is there. They do the raffles. They give away TVs. This is all done in plain sight. It makes you wonder how brazen they've become with these illegal activities. So how how convinced are you? You've seen all the evidence yourself? I've seen a lot of the evidence. We have over 12 whistleblowers, Glenn. I've talked to uh, at least two of them. I've talked to other people whose family members died. And, you know, they know they voted for socialism and they were Republicans and they're dead. Um, so, yeah, I've had a lot of interaction. I can't tell you I know every piece of evidence because it's so overwhelming, but I got a really good handle on it. So what is the thing that you have seen that you could share that you would say when when we roll out the evidence on this it's clear uh, i think that it's really basic which is um, we have the names and addresses of thousands of people in every category who are in the count for joe biden in nevada and clark county is the big county right that's the las vegas county um, this is where most of this activity happened uh, that with no checks and with whistleblowers saying these are illegal ballots, they shouldn't be counted. So in each of these categories, categories, dead, people outside of Nevada voting, people voting in two counties, people who aren't on the rolls voting, um, we're going to present to the court this evidence. Now, we've been somewhat careful in a public setting to mention people's names because... Yeah, I know. Um, we want to have some propriety to this. Like if your grandmother died and you know, she's been dead for two or three years, you know, we don't just want to pop that into the news. We want to call the family. So there's some due diligence and some decency that quite honestly, the other side simply doesn't have that we do. We're not cheaters. We're not liars. We don't vote twice. We vote once we vote legally. And when we find evidence of wrongdoing, we try to do our best to not create a new victim in the process. And they've put us in this terrible position to try to defend our democratic Republic by exposing the wrongdoing. And we're getting very little help from anybody in the media besides a handful of people who I applaud. And, uh, and I just can't believe that this isn't an interesting story after they spent four years going after every check that the Trump foundation wrote, they literally are not going to cover the fact that this was a coordinated uh, effort in all of these States to get illegal people to vote. I can't believe it. So, Matt, I guess I shouldn't be so cynical. If we were having this conversation earlier this uh, on this broadcast, that I believe that conservatives are vastly different than the left wing. Uh, we don't want a civil war. We, we don't want to tear the country apart. And I believe that if the president and, and the teams all around the country cannot come up with real open shut kind of evidence that would uh, show that there was massive fraud, enough fraud to overturn this election, that conservatives are not going to, you know, say that this is not a legitimate presidency and tear him apart like they did to Donald Trump the whole time. But if there is compelling evidence, it's it's for the good of the country even if it means that the left would tear the country apart, 
We have nothing left if we don't stand up and say we can't accept this if there's verifiable evidence. Would you agree? I do agree. If, if I could just put it in my own parlance, I've gone through the list. I know the evidence is clear. I know that we're on the outside looking in because of the way they set up the system. We have to look for the needles in the haystack of the illegal ballots. We found thousands and thousands. We found so many needles in these haystacks that it would overturn the results in Nevada. Now, this has to be done in more states than Nevada, right? It has to be done in each of these states that we're talking about. Although I'm fairly confident with Georgia having a third of their ballots, over a third of their ballots, be mail-in with no signature verification on the ballot, much like Clark County in Nevada. I know that that's enough right there with the amount of illegal activity you see uh, to overturn the results in Georgia. But you're right, it has to be verifiable. And there's something else I know, and I think you know this from your life. Uh, You can compare a democracy, a society, to what individuals go through in their own lives. It does us no good to not deal with the problem. Because if it's not all put out in a transparent way, 73.3 million Americans are going to feel like they got chipped, that it was stolen. I don't know how we go forward as a country if we can't anymore trust our elections. No, so for, Biden, for Biden supporters, I, I strongly encourage them, as, as painful as this is with this wrongdoing, this illegal activity, if you think you won, let everyone go through these steps to uh, to verify it, even if it's a bitter pill. I think the opposite. I think we won the race, and I think the evidence will show it. But it's on us to demonstrate it, as you said. And the country has to go through this. If we just kind of somehow... Uh, avoid this step, I think we're closer to conflict than uh, than farther away. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, I'm with you as well. I, I just don't think that you are ever going to be able to convince me that this, I mean, it just as on, on the gut level, that this was fair uh, and this was not a rigged election. However, because that's only my gut, I'm I'm not going to reject, you know, the system. I'm not going to reject the the outcome of it unless there's evidence of it, real evidence. Then we have absolutely no choice but to stand or we don't have a country. And I and I, and I, I would tell you and anybody else, I know in the state of Nevada, I think we'll be able to demonstrate in these other states. You know, use your intellect and go through the and go through the information. We might not win in court, but everyone has to use their own uh, individual sense and conscience to come to a conclusion. I've come to mine, which is it's very clear to me that this was a, a, a systematic plan to get people who couldn't legally vote to vote to have no signature verification on a historic level of mail-in ballots because they, they knew that was the only way they could defeat the president, and uh, they they executed flawlessly. And uh, and uh, but the problem is it's still illegal. These are still felonies. And uh, so let's have this out and let's have it out in court. And hopefully it starts with a fair hearing in Nevada. And that hearing is going to be on December 3rd, which is uh, later this week. Matt, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. You bet. God bless. By the way, you can follow all of this and our special on the Great Reset on Wednesday on GBTV or blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 30 bucks on it. My pillow continues to sweep the nation, uh, not just because of the best pillow out there, 
but also uh, the soft and comfortable uh, mattress pad, the sheets that are just great. I mean, it will change your sleep game forever. If you don't own a MyPillow or you know somebody who doesn't, try one now for Christmas, will you? Now's the time to buy. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen uh, or premium my pillow for only twenty nine ninety eight. That's originally almost seventy bucks. It's a forty dollars savings. The king size pillows are only five dollars more, and he's extending the sixty day money back guarantee, giving you until March first, twenty twenty one, to see for yourself. So you give it to somebody, and they're like, ah, I don't like it. They can send it back. The warranty is is going to be there. The guarantee that you love it or your money back. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You'll not only find the amazing offer there, but you'll also find deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and the towel sets. Just enter the promo code BACK or call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com promo code BACK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Coming up in just a second, we have the director of the Amistad Project of Thomas More Society. The Amistad Project has been two years in the running trying to make sure that this would be a protected uh, election, that it would have integrity. Well, the FBI is now involved because of the data that they have collected on this election. They say fraud was perpetrated. The FBI is now involved. We talk to them about their data and what the FBI's involvement is in just a minute. Stand by. Stand by. 